Welcome to my Love Life Podcast, episode number 194, Black or White, All or Nothing. It's January 24th, 2024. I'm your host, Lisa A. Lundy, author, blogger, YouTuber, motivational speaker, and so on. I am also a member of the Newsweek Expert Forum. What I do is I help people be happy, healthy, and well-loved, even when life is extremely difficult. As my disclaimer, this podcast does not constitute medical or therapy advice in any capacity. There is no longer any music for my podcast intros or outros to be more inclusive for people who have hearing loss or are in the hard of hearing community. I invite you to join the movement to get other podcasters and public figures to ditch their music when combined with voice. That would be amazing and helpful. And while we're at it, you could also get them to provide transcripts. And that's the end of my non-musical intro. Black or white, all or nothing. Hmm, do you know where I'm going with this? Do you know what I'm talking about? Well, I'm gonna break this out for you. But first I wanna say, please visit my website and enter my giveaway. I've gotta get the prizes to where I'm living now and then have my IT guy get the winner's list and notify them. So that will happen when I'm able to do it. As a disclaimer, which I already mentioned in the intro, nothing I say in this podcast or any of my content in any other format is designed or intended to be medical or therapy advice. I do currently have transcripts on my hosting platform, rss.com. They are, however, in a very terrible format, in my opinion. I am working with my IT guy to get that corrected. It will be corrected this year. I'm just not sure how long it will take. Currently, if you look at a transcript that I haven't edited, I only think I edited four or five. They would print out as 46 to 50 or 60 pages because there's only a couple lines of text per page, which does not make it usable. You can still read the transcript. It's just not great. If you are feeling suicidal right now in this moment, or you have been, please call the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255 or call or text 988. Black or white, all or nothing. Do you know where I'm going? Well, here's some other phrases that mean the same thing. We've got dichotomous thinking, absolute thinking, and binary thinking. So dichotomy is two different, like two different pathways or two different choices. And what, and another term, which I will get to later is splitting. So what are all these things? Black or white, all or nothing, dichotomous, absolute, or binary thinking. Have you figured it out? (laughs) they're all cognitive distortions. They're actually all terminology or terms for the same type of thinking. So I know you're dying to know why am I doing this podcast? (laughs) I know you just really can't wait to know why. Well, interestingly enough, I am doing this podcast because someone who will remain nameless on the internet, uh, who has a presence on social media he, she, they, has, in my humble opinion, black or white, all or nothing thinking. And because of that, they are dishing out bad advice. This is irrational thinking. So why does that matter? 
Well, that matters because my job, my role, the role I've taken on is to help you. Help you, regular people. I know there are therapists who listen to my podcast as well and some medical professionals, but my job is to help you. My job that I've taken on, like kind of like a mother role if you liked your mother, if you don't like your mother, forget that, um, is to protect you, to be protective of you. That's important to me. So why this matters is because you have to be careful about who you listen to. I don't care what stature or what level of of popularity or what level of success a quote unquote so-called expert has when they are lacking rational thinking, which by the way, this applies to several people, several quote unquote experts. That's a lack of self-awareness. That also means they lack emotional abilities because self-awareness is the cornerstone and foundation for emotional intelligence. And when a so-called, you know, health and wellness expert has their cognitive distortion on display where you can hear it, you can, you can, it's, 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 it's there. That means they're just not self-aware and they don't have high emotional intelligence. You as a consumer, whether you're a regular person, therapist, or what have you, you want to be careful about what advice or information you let into your mind and your space. So this podcast is because I'm appalled. I actually, this actually makes me so sad. It's, it's of deep concern and very troubling. Now, it makes sense. In the world, we don't have consensus about what makes good, good mental health. And now we're going to pile on with all these other issues. We have, quote unquote, so-called experts. Some of them have degrees. Some of them, I have no idea whether they have degrees or not. Giving bad information because they haven't done their own work. They haven't done their own internal work. They don't have high emotional intelligence. And I can almost guarantee you, they're not managing and processing their emotions in the way that I recommend. So please beware, be very careful. I, on the other hand, am not a licensed degree therapist or in the medical professional yet at the same time. If you listen to my podcast, you know my content is research-based and research-proven. All right, so that's that's why I'm doing this podcast. I was like appalled. I just this came out of the blue, by the way. This was like a nudge from the Holy Spirit out of the blue, came in fast, came in hot, had to be done, so I'm doing it. Now, what I have to note, now I don't if this is you, if you can recognize you do black or white thinking, all or nothing thinking, or whichever other phrase you like, I the good news is that you can deal with this and you're not stuck with it. So if you already know at this point in the podcast, oh yeah, I'm kind of like all or nothing. Oh yeah. Okay, please just like be gentle with yourself and understand you're not stuck with this. And I'm especially saying that now because the next piece is what's linked to black or white, all or nothing thinking, dichotomous thinking, binary thinking, whatever you want to call it. I don't want you to get like, oh my God, I have that. Do I have that? No, this is just a link in the research. So black or white or all or nothing thinking as a cognitive distortion can be a symptom of 
borderline personality disorder or other personality disorders, it clearly can contribute to relationship or interpersonal problems. It can contribute to emotional and behavioral instability and cause some serious overreactions. That's according to the research. You may already, if you know that you do black or white or all or nothing thinking or whichever phrase you like, you may now go, hmm, yeah, you could see you kind of go to the extreme. Now, aside, that aside, that this does not mean, by the way, that you have borderline personality disorder. It doesn't mean that. You may or may not. Like, I have no idea. That's way more complex and complicated. I am discussing this as a form of irrational thinking or a cognitive distortion. I do want to mention splitting. Now, splitting is where, so I'm mentioning splitting separate from a symptom or condition of borderline personality disorder because people, regular people who don't do black or white thinking or all or nothing thinking will occasionally split things. So splitting is when you divide either a person, an entity, an institution, it could be an event, it could be something into either all good or all bad, right or wrong. It's a polarization of categories that sometimes regular people do from time to time because it helps them cope with the situation. So this, I'm not talking about splitting in the pathological sense or a pattern that is a sign of a clinical disturbance because from the research, regular people who do not have a pathological condition or a clinical disturbance occasionally as a defense mechanism will split an event, a situation, what have you, as a way to deal with conflicting emotions. I saw splitting and actually irrational thinking first really popped up on my radar in the previous election a couple years ago because I could not make sense of how people were arriving at their conclusions. Well, they weren't arriving at rational conclusions because they weren't using rational thinking and there was the splitting going on, which I wasn't aware of splitting either. And then when you get some basic psychology, you can start to make sense of things. So splitting, assuming we're not talking about a pathological symptom or a clinical disturbance done by a regular person can be a defense mechanism or coping strategy when there's some internal conflict of emotions. So it can be a coping strategy. Now, there are some clinicians from the research who believe that splitting in any instance is an indicator of bipolar disorder with no wiggle room. I say the research is in conflict on that. I will say, in my humble opinion, that's not agreed upon in any way. So with black or white thinking, all or nothing thinking, as the name implies, there is no middle ground. It's in either one or the other. It's two extremes. Once you get hip to this, it becomes easier to recognize, in my humble opinion. And it's very valuable to be able to recognize it because much of life has gray. 
I mean, most things are not black or white if you look at the totality of it. Now, some of these so-called experts are not looking at the totality of anything. They're not bringing love and affection into the equation. They're not bringing compassion. They're not, they have no allowance for people to make mistakes or get something wrong. It's really very rigid. So black or white thinking, all or nothing thinking, from what I looked at in the research, seems to be one of the more common cognitive distortions. And I have to, I have to mention this little part. <laughs> well, I'm laughing. It's not really funny. But so I was dealing some time ago with someone who had this cognitive distortion of all or nothing, black or white. And I was calling them on the carpet about something they had done. And they were justifying their bad behavior. They actually crossed a boundary and their behavior was inappropriate. Their justification was that, uh, that it was never okay to lie and the Catholic Church has a hard and fast rule that it's never okay to lie. It's always a sin to lie. So I thought, hmm, I'm a Catholic. Hmm, that doesn't sound right to me. Hmm, I'm going to go look that up. So I did. And according to the Catechism of the Catholic Church, which you can find online, this is a uh, element number 2488. So 2488 of the CCC, which is the Catechism of the Catholic Church, I quote, this is a quote, the right to the communication of the truth is not unconditional. Everyone must conform his life to the gospel precept of fraternal love. This requires us in concrete situations to judge whether or not it is appropriate to reveal the truth to someone who asks, asks for it, end quote. That's from the Holy See. So you could go look that up, 2488, Catechism of the Catholic Church. So the Catholic Church is not saying what this person was intimating and saying directly. They had this all or nothing, black or white thinking, and they're wrong. They're absolutely wrong. That's right from the Catechism of the Catholic Church, and, and of course, in this application to the situation I was dealing with with this person, they had crossed a bound, someone else's boundary and asked for information they had no right to ask. They had no right. Yet in their righteousness, arrogant approach, they had the right to do whatever they want because, of course, they didn't have boundaries. And then they used the Catholic Church to justify their righteousness that the person lied to them. Well, the person lied to them because if they had told the truth, they would have been in trouble with someone else for breaking a confidence. So they had to pick this other individual, this poor other individual had to pick between upsetting person A or upsetting person B. Because person A violated their boundaries and, and had no right to the information they were asking for. Then used, erroneously, the Catholic Church's precepts to justify themselves, which they were completely wrong. So, in my humble opinion, I think this is extremely common. And once you get hip to it, first of all, if you have it, I'll give you suggestions at the end. So don't be all worried and upset about it. But it's helpful for you, if you don't have it, to be able to recognize it in others. And it's helpful if you recognize it in yourself to be able to start to deal with it. So the other interesting pieces from the research, number one is that black and white thinking or all or nothing thinking is linked to 
perfectionism driven by fear of failure. So in some instances, black or white thinking, all or nothing thinking is really underneath it is this fear of failure, which can cause emotional distress in people. Now, the other association, so I mentioned borderline personality disorder. In the research, black or white thinking or all or nothing thinking is also associated with, underscore the word associated with, doesn't mean an absolute, doesn't mean cause and effect. One, narcissism. Two, anxiety and depression. Three, obsessive compulsive disorder. And four, borderline personality disorder. If you have all or nothing black or white thinking, it doesn't mean you have one of those four things. No, no, no. It does not mean that. You might, but I wouldn't go there unless you have other evidence because we look at everything, right? So, uh, what are the consequences or issues from having black or white thinking or all or nothing thinking? Well, I was a little surprised by this list, but from the research. So number one, I have to say I was a little surprised. This black or white thinking or all or nothing cognitive distortion is frequently used by cults in many different ways. You can look that up online. I'm not going to get into that. That's not really helpful to forward our conversation. But here's the other, here's the list from the research of issues or consequences to a person's life or to a person who has all or nothing or black or white thinking. Number one, limited perspective. Two, lack of flexibility. Three, impaired problem solving. Four, relationship strain. Five, emotional distress. Six, cognitive rigidity, meaning it's harder to adapt, to learn, and to grow. Seven, self-criticism, which from the research can lead to low self-esteem. Eight, us versus them mentality. Nine, missed opportunities. Ten, inaccurate perceptions. Eleven, binary decision-making, meaning you only have a choice between one or the other. 12, extreme pessimism or extreme optimism. <coughs> so that's 12 issues or consequences from having this irrational thinking. This is irrational thinking. If we go back to what I've laid out in my podcast on cognitive distortions, a cognitive distortion is a form of just another name for irrational thinking and irrational thinking means your perceptions your views your judgments and your decision making are all warped inaccurate flawed or distorted that is not helpful to you in your life in any way and once you get hip to this black or white all or nothing it's a or b it's one or the other you can see this list of 12 issues or consequences would make complete logical sense that it would strain relationships that it would give you a very limited view that you might miss opportunities that it would give you of course it's going to give you inaccurate perceptions that is by definition irrational thinking or a cognitive distortion so if before i get into this list of suggestions which i'm going to start in a minute if someone else in your life has all or nothing or black or white thinking you will have to make a decision about how you want to handle that which i would suggest is going to be based on many different variables your relationship to them the context the significance of the relationship 
Is it at work? Is it in personal life? There's a lot of material to consider. If someone else in your posse, in your tribe, in your life, in your circle is black or white or all or nothing thinking, I can't tell you how to handle it for yourself because there's too many variables. Now, my emotional processing workbook will help you sort that out to some degree because I talk about lots of different variables, context, patterns, etc. If it's somebody that's in your personal life, let's say it's a good friend, if it were me, I might say something. I mean, I might or I might not. It's hard to say. Uh, but I've been known I've been known to say that with that other example I was talking about where they someone crossed a boundary, caused this big upset. They actually rained on somebody's parade in a nasty, horrible way. It was it was so painful. It was so awful. It was it was terrible. And I can't sit by and watch someone ruin someone's big event and not say something. So I did. And well that caused a big upset. That's okay. Because I do rational thinking and I have all the evidence I need. And then when they brought this up about the Catholic Church, I said, no, you're, you're wrong. But I hadn't looked up the Catechism of the Catholic Church and it didn't really matter. You know, they were going to be people who are going to be righteous are going to be righteous. You'll never convince them. So I have said things to people about the way that they think. And then there are many occasions where I haven't. You, if this is somebody in your life, you'll have to make a decision. I would use a well thought out decision before I just jump in because I'm a, I'm a fan of well thought out, very, you know, concrete, based on lots of information decisions. I'm just not, I just don't usually run off and go do things. Although sometimes I do. All right. So that's if someone else in your life is all or nothing or black or white thinking. Now, the rest of my suggestions, the balance of this podcast is really if this applies to you. Because if it doesn't apply to you, go look at my emotional workbook. That will give you lots of context and information as far as things to consider if it's someone else. But if this is you, the good news is you can deal with this. You can move away with this. You are in no way stuck with this because what we know from the science of neuroplasticity If you apply intentional actions, intentional stimuli, over time, repeated over time, you absolutely can rewire or reprogram your brain. You can literally change almost anything about yourself if you bring intentional actions or intentional stimuli of some sort repeatedly over time. So here are my top suggestions if you at this moment in time or later recognize you have all or nothing black or white thinking so you can kind of move away from it number one the first step is just to recognize if this applies to you you can explore this you can evaluate start to watch and listen to yourself observe yourself in life does this apply to you it's helpful to recognize if it does now number two If this does actually apply to you, you could celebrate this. You could celebrate this as an area to grow and develop. That would be if you had a growth mindset and you were up for it. I take these things that I learn about myself and I celebrate them and I go, woohoo. If you're following along, if if you've been listening to my podcast for over a year, you know I learned, oh, I run away from love. Oh, I'm really, 
<laughs> I have my boundaries up. I'm very, I'm, you know, I'm very guarded with uh, like a, a man. And oh, I've been trauma bonded to many people. Like I've learned all this stuff about myself just in the last 12 months that has been remarkable and extremely helpful. And I'm not like, oh, woe is me. I've had all this trauma in my life. In 2018, I was like, what? I had three concurrent traumas? What? What are you talking about? So you could, with a growth mindset or a, you know, a different outlook, bring a celebration to the fact that you recognize something about yourself that you can get to work on. Or you could take a, oh, woe is me, see, oh, there's, I'm the loser. You know, like, mm, that's not what we do here, but you could do it. Three, my next suggestion is make a commitment to get this handled. Be all in. Put this on your list. Irrational thinking, aka a cognitive distortion, is, is shooting yourself in the foot. You want to have rational thinking. We are, however, living in a society in the world in 2024 where irrational thinking or a cognitive distortion is the norm. It is the norm. I hate to break it to you. Now, once you really start getting hip to cognitive distortions, you will start to hear it and see it out in the world. It's amazing. It's really amazing. And as you also get hip to love and affection, like I'm talking about, and neuroplasticity, you know, like life will start to look very different. And you will look at some experts going, hmm, yeah, they're not too loving. Hmm, yeah, that seems pretty cold. Like, mm. so anyway, make a commitment, get this handled because you can't afford if this applies to you, catch yourself. And when you do, you could immediately then start brainstorming for where is the middle ground? What's in the middle ground? Because if this applies to you and you're black or white or all or nothing thinking, that's not going to be where your brain goes. Your brain's not going to go, oh, what's all the middle ground? You might need to get some help. You might need to get to some support. You might need to say to your, your spouse or your significant other or your best friend or your sibling or your parent or whatever hey you know i i'm working on this all or nothing thinking and uh, i see two options help me come up with what's the middle ground and they will probably help you i mean why not five be mindful be present this is kind of wrapped into all the suggestions so far which is to recognize if this applies to you catch yourself being mindful or being present has so many amazing benefits. I highly recommend it. And I do have a podcast on that subject, being mindful or present. Six, oh heavens, learn emotional processing skills using my workbook. Now, of course, as I realized the level of mess that mental health and emotional health is in the world, I am especially going to say use my workbook because we have so-called experts that haven't even checked themselves for irrational thinking and they don't have emotional intelligence. I, I, I'm like appalled. It's appalling. I shouldn't be surprised, but I am. So use my workbook. It is completely free. You don't have to register. And that workbook, my workbook should make it extremely clear to you that emotional processing is not black and white there are many different elements to it and i recommend that you do emotional processing fully and completely of course the reason i recommend that you do it fully and completely is because what we know from the research is that any emotions that you do not manage and process and there's a processing element 
will stay in your subconscious, unconscious mind and lay in wait. It doesn't magically disappear. You may forget about it, but it doesn't go away. It's in there. So learn emotional processing abilities. It will make your life fabulous. I promise you, it's amazing. Number seven, the power of your mind. That is the title for a podcast I did recently. I implore you to listen to my podcast titled The Power of Your Mind. I want you to have this beautiful, amazing, happy life. Your mind controls pretty much most of your life. So understanding the power of your mind is the perfect place to start. So listen to that podcast. Number eight, learn to control your mind. This is a subject, learning to control your mind, that has been written about, talked about, discussed since the beginning of mankind. Like, no kidding, no lie. And there are many, many different ways you can learn to control your mind. My previous suggestion, number seven, to understand the power of your mind is important because then that, once you understand the power of your mind, you might be like, oh yeah, I think it's high time I learned to control my thinking, my thoughts, my emotions. And the emotional skills workbook that I recommended as number six will help you because emotional control, emotional regulation is where some people get tanked. So all of this works together in perfect harmony and synergy. If, by the way, going back to the emotional workbook, if it seems like gibberish to you, when you read it. That means that the content is beyond the scope of your thinking at this time. It doesn't mean you won't be able to understand it. It just means it's beyond where you are right now. My suggestion as an expert in growth and development is that you keep at it. You keep reading it. You keep going back to it and read a little bit today and read a little bit in two days. I mean, this is how it works with growth and development. I mean, when I first heard trauma bonding in 2023, I was so stunned and I had to, I had to take some time and go, Hmm, am I trauma bonded? Hmm. Like and look at my relationships and begin to distinguish. When I learned that I didn't have any anger skills in 2006, I, I didn't even know when it was appropriate to be angry. So if the emotional processing workbook, or any of my content for that matter, sounds like gibberish or puts you to sleep, that just means this is you growing and developing and you keep at it and it will come, I promise you. Because the feedback on the workbook is it's straightforward, it's direct, and it's easy to use. If you have something else to say about it, please get in touch with me because I'm certainly open to changing it if it needs to be changed. Number nine. I highly suggest that you do not have this be drudgery. If you've recognized that all or nothing or black or white thinking or dichotomous thinking or absolute thinking or whatever you want to call it applies to you, my suggestion is bring a sense of play and fun to it. You could laugh at yourself. You could be with your spouse or your significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend, or best friend and say, oh my God, you know I'm a black or white thinker. I'm working on that, but we have to do A because I'm a black or white thinker. You could like, literally, you could bring play and fun to it and not have it be drudgery. Drudgery doesn't work for me. I'm not a fan of boredom or being boring or drudgery. I'm a fan of play, fun, laughter, love and affection. 
if this is going to be drudgery, mm, I don't know how successful you'll be. I do have a podcast about bringing play and fun into your life. That might help you, be helpful to you, but I do not recommend you allow this to be drudgery. Number 10, focus on creating your beautiful and amazing future. Yes, yes, yes. I have other podcasts about that. What will happen if you put your focus... So let's say right now in this moment, you realize, oh my God, I'm a black or white thinker. Ugh. Okay, do you have a plan for your future? Do you have a sense of purpose? Do you have a vision? Do you have a mission? Do you have a bucket list? Do you have anything? When you get that together, and it could be as simple as a bucket list. It could be as simple as two or three goals. We, you know, we don't, we're not all out to change the world. Like you don't have to change the world in creating your future. You could just decide, hey, I think I'm going to get married or hey, I, I might like to have kids. I think I better start dating or, you know, it could be anything. When you have a focus, some goals, whether it's a vision, a plan, whatever, that will start to put things in perspective very quickly. It can also serve to really pull you forward if you're struggling. It's really amazing. I have several podcasts that will help you to create your beautiful and amazing future. Number 11, self-care and self-compassion can't be said enough. This is a foundation for healthy living in my most humble opinion. I do have a podcast about self-care and self-compassion because it's important and I am talking about more than just your grooming. Of course, your grooming is included, but I'm talking about beyond that. Number 12, love and affection. This is sadly lacking for a majority of the population in the world. When I say love and affection, I mean platonic love and affection or romantic love and affection or both or either one. It's whatever you want. You can have a mix. You could have you could have one or the other or both. Or you could like you could right? It's not all or nothing. You can have both. You could have friends that love you and are affectionate with you. You can have a significant other or spouse. Like love can be medicine. And I have a podcast about that. I have many podcasts now on love. Bring this into your life because it's important for your mental and emotional well-being. And if you go back to my seventh suggestion, the power of your mind, I really hope you will listen to that. You will hear the science of how the perception of love changes your blood chemistry. That's how powerful love is. The perception of love will change your blood chemistry. And we know that from the research. So bring love and affection into your life to the maximum in whichever area or both or whatever you want. Now, the bottom line here, as I wrap this up, is that you can shift your thinking. We know that you can move away from a cognitive distortion. That's a fact. Anyone who tells you otherwise doesn't really understand at all the science of neuroplasticity of the brain. That's proven. There's lay people books. You know, I don't need to justify that. I do have a podcast on neuroplasticity of the brain, which is the neuroplasticity of the brain and psychoneuroimmunology. Of course, I would love it if you listen to that podcast because I want you 
to use all the tools and all the techniques and all the little tricks to make your life easier. And these things, a little bit of knowledge and a little bit of skill building, building new habits, empowering attitudes and beliefs will go a very long way to make life easier. Life is hard. I know extremely, <laughs> I know to my core how hard life is. I really do. And yet, by the grace of God, I have skills and abilities that I've had since a young age that makes life easier. So you can move away from all or nothing or black or white thinking, I promise you. The, the podcast on cognitive distortions will help you. And if you need something else, definitely let me know because I'm interested in how I can support you because you are my future. Well, you're in my future because I envision a world where people are happy, healthy, and well-loved and just really enjoying life. And there's plenty of love and affection. Like this is the future I'm creating for the world because I already have that for myself. Well, I don't have a man yet, but he's coming. <laughs> I know I've been talking about that for years now, but I promise you someone's coming. So let me know how I can support you. I do love you. Hang in there for now. I'm Lisa Lundy saying thank you for listening to my Love Life podcast, episode number 194, Black or White, All or Nothing Thinking. I hope that this has been valuable to you, whether it applies to you or not. My request is that you share this podcast on social media to help us change the world together because this black or white thinking, all or nothing thinking, doesn't serve you. It's not helpful to you. <clears throat> I do love you. That's it for now. Take care. <laughs>